All right, good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. We're going to talk about Dominion voting systems here. We're going to talk about some other things that, that deal with uh, voter fraud and all of that. We're going to do all of that here in just a, a couple of minutes. So I just want everybody to be aware of that. Uh, a little bit later on today, we're going to talk about Moderna vaccine. Uh, with uh, That's the COVID vaccine. Again, they are the front runner. And everything that I told you when Pfizer made their announcement has come true. I told you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta listen. Pfizer has been behind Moderna the entire time. Everything that Pfizer has done has been designed to help Pfizer and hurt Moderna. And it looks like I was proven right again. So we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the show also. But first, if you're looking for a used car, truck, van, SUV, crossover, maybe you're just looking for you know, uh, potentially a winter vehicle or something of that nature, go to rbcarcompany.com. Make sure you let them know that I sent you. Uh, do I get anything for that? No, I don't. But I want them to know their advertising works. And then maybe one day they'll kick a kick a car my way. You never know. All right. So let's uh, let's go through this, shall we? Now, I want to take you back in time. OK, back in time. Just a little bit. This is the Washington Examiner. I'm going to walk you through a little bit of a timeline here on, on Dominion. The Dominion voting systems, which has been used in multiple states, I think it's in 28 states, where fraud has been alleged in the 2020 U.S. election, was rejected three times by data communications experts from the Texas Secretary of State and Attorney General's Office for failing to meet basic security standards. Now, a lot of people have really asked me to talk about this because my background is in network systems administration and security. This is what I used to do for a living. So when you would uh, go ahead and uh, process a transaction with a company or something like that, I was the guy that built their network, secured their network, monitored their network, that sort of thing back in the day. Um, so I have some knowledge on this. I also used to dabble in the dark side of computers when I was a teenager and in my early 20s uh, outside of the military. So again, there is some expertise coming from this that I just want you to understand. And people who know that have been asking me, uh, about all of this. Now, I haven't done network systems administration in a long, long time, and I'm certainly behind in, in modern technology, but I can give you the basic overview of, of what can happen. Uh, and there's been a lot of, when they started going with the electronic voting machines, right? And they were touting them as 100% secure. They can't be hacked. They can't be this. They can't be that. And here I was at the time working in information security technology. And I'm sitting there going, yeah, they can. <laughs> And I was explaining it. And I had election officials calling me in Las Vegas going, these can't be hacked. And I said, yes, they can. And eventually those systems, I don't remember the name of them. Those systems ended up getting hacked by a teenager in a matter of minutes. And everybody was like, oh, see, there's a lot of with respect. And I mean this with all respect. Please understand this. There's a lot of senior citizens involved in the election mechanism. And a lot of them don't understand the technology that is involved. And somebody who's a good salesman comes along and says, this system is going to make your life a lot easier. Struggling to get volunteers? Good news. You can now run an election center with half of the people that you usually have. And it's going to go faster. It's going to go quicker. You can serve more of the public. More people will be able to vote. No long lines. It's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. Totally secure. Nobody can hack this thing. And a person who doesn't know any better is going to look at this and go, oh, my, this is going to make my life so much better. And it won't. So I, for the record, I am not against 
voting machines or a digital process. I'm not against it at all. There's just been a, a, a slew of really bad luck, air quotes, with machines that we use in our election system being very vulnerable. And for years, I have highlighted this. Um, there are countless examples of software engineers and computer experts and hackers, whatever you want to label them on YouTube, by all means, take some time and go look. Posting videos of how quickly they can get into an election system that is used in your precinct to cast your votes and change those votes. One guy went to, uh, I believe he went to, yeah, he went to Michigan University and he did a poll in the students, uh, was it the student lounge or whatever? He did a poll from these Michigan University students on who is better, Michigan or Ohio State. Well, obviously, the Michigan students are going to vote for Michigan. Ohio State won because he manipulated the results on the same machine that is being used in elections all across the United States. Now, am I saying that that happened? No. I'm just letting you know that it's, it's possible. And when you start to have thousands of signed affidavits, these are legal affidavits that you can be disciplined by the law, punished by the law for signing, saying that there's some shenanigans going on. You have a duty to respect that and look into it, filter out the liars from the truth tellers, and then decide what ultimately has to happen with that election. That's what a normal human being does. A crazy person says all of these people are lying and there's no proof of fraud, yada, yada, yada. We went over this last week where somebody comes out and says, there's no evidence of widespread fraud. Define widespread. That is huge. You can have one county change the election results for an entire state. Perhaps that one county isn't considered widespread fraud. Here's what we know. This is, this is just a basic fact before I continue on Dominion voting systems here. Basic fact. Dominion voting systems used all over the country, 28 states, multiple counties, that sort of thing, okay? Fact, results have been switched with that system. Fact, more than one election race in more than one state has been affected by that switch. Now, they're saying it's human error? Maybe. So whether it's a software glitch or human error is ultimately somewhat irrelevant. It happened. And if you have human error happening in multiple elections in multiple states, switching the results to the candidate who lost, making them the winner, I'm glad that they've caught all of those ones so far. Have we missed any races where that happened? And if it was human error, apparently the way that the system is drawn up and the instructions or the training or whatever make it highly likely that there's human error which again calls in question the results in other races. If there's a glitch with the software, there's obviously a much bigger problem. Am I saying that all of that happened? Well, I, you know, I, I don't know if it happened on a national scale with Dominion Systems. What I can tell you is that several races in several states were switched, period. That's not up for debate. That happened. Now, was it confined to those incidents? We don't know. And anybody who says, well, it just happened in Antrim County, and, and then, it, oh, it, it also just happened in that uh, race in California. Oh, and it also just happened in that other race. Okay. If it happened in multiple places, you have to at least suspect that it happened in more places than j just those places. You have to at least look. 
This is how it works for everything else in society. Okay? What happens when there's a food recall or a product recall? One box has something bad in it. They recall everything. Why do they recall everything? Just in case, even though there's no evidence, just in case it was a bigger problem than they thought. We don't do the same thing for our election results. And I'm not even saying that you have to put on hold the whole process to changing over. I'm just saying it has to be investigated. And we have to figure out ultimately how widespread this really is. So again, the Dominion voting system, after data communications experts in the Texas Secretary of State and Attorney General's office reviewed the system, it was rejected three times for failing to meet security standards. Again, am I telling you that Dominion voting systems was compromised? No, because I don't know. Neither do you, by the way. Either way, Dominion says they have no evidence that they were compromised. That's what they say. I don't know if they're right. I don't know if they're wrong. All I can do is present to you the facts. In Texas, it failed a security audit three times and was rejected. That's what I can tell you in Texas. I'm not done. A lot more about Dominion voting systems. Here's what I'm not going to do, though. I'm not going to get into the rumors of server raids and things like that in other countries. I'm not getting, because all that stuff is unsubstantiated at this point. I'm not going to get into that. I'm just going to give you the basic stuff that we know, okay? So all of that extra stuff that you guys keep asking me about uh, and the whole Kraken thing and everything. I Look, there's a lot that is happening that even the legal team for, for Trump is admitting they can't tell the public yet because they're building their case. So there's a lot of rumors some stuff has been started by politicians some stuff has been started by the internet i i don't know what is true and is not true on those things so there's no sense in me really going into it you know i don't like to do that but what i will do is i will go through dominion voting systems long rich history of failing security audits and skepticism even among democrats for potential fraud with this system that a lot of you voted on on november 3rd more coming up 95.3 mnc Somebody sent a text message and said Target also told everybody initially they didn't have a data breach several years ago with that big Target breach. So this is true. Look, I, here's here's the thing. Okay, I'm going to go over the, the tinfoil and the practical. So Dominion says they don't have any evidence of a breach in their system. Okay. Maybe they haven't found it yet. Uh, maybe they're lying. Maybe they intended for these glitches to show up and it was an inside job. All right. So therefore there wouldn't be evidence of a breach. I'm just throwing all facets out there. I don't know if there is anything nefarious happening on Dominion's end. What I can tell you is that there is a long-standing concern about them. Texas has routinely and repeatedly not approved Dominion voting systems in their state because they fail security audits. But it's not just Texas, where, by the way, they're not challenging the results. So you've got a, um, where, did, where did this go? Litigation over Smartmatic glitches. Now, Smartmatic is a subsidiary, so they're using um, Smartmatic software which plays a huge role in the U.S. election market, by the way, over the past 10 years. So there was a report that was published by UK-based uh, Access Wire. Litigation over Smartmatic, quote, glitches 
alleges that they impacted the 2010 and 2013 midterm elections in the Philippines, raising questions of cheating and fraud. An independent review of the source code used in the machines found multiple problems, which concluded the software inventory provided by Smartmatic is inadequate, which brings into question the software credibility. Okay, so Dominion and software that they use has been accused of flipping elections in the Philippines in 2010 and 2013, and it has failed security audits in Texas. All right, you're starting to run into a, a bit of an issue. Um, now, let's, let's just flash forward here to Georgia. Okay, we're looking at Georgia here. And again, this is all important for everybody to be able to pay attention to just because you, know, you never know how these things are going to shake out. And if something is going to shake out uh, wrong, um, then, you know, it has to be corrected. Like I said, I'm not going into the, the server raids and the secret, um, you know, during a vote and things. I haven't yet. But I can tell you what has happened evidence-wise. Cybersecurity experts raised concern over the integrity of the system, including external vulnerabilities in a sworn statement. Now, this is before the election in Georgia. This is a lawsuit in the state of Georgia over Dominion Voting Systems. Software and equipment from Dominion Voting Systems used in this month's presidential election has been the source of an ongoing controversy with one legal declaration made by a poll observer of Georgia's statewide primary earlier this year, highlighting multiple problems. The Georgia Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, announced the state's purchase of a $106 million election system from in voting systems back in July of 2019. So, which Origentine uh, contends that the new system was subject to many of the same security vulnerabilities as the one that it was replacing. So Georgia hires Dominion, bring in $106 million worth of Dominion voting machines to replace an old system that had security vulnerabilities. All right, seems like a logical thing to do. The problem is, is that Dominion has security vulnerabilities. In an October 11th order, just weeks before the presidential election, District Judge Amy Totenberg agreed with the concerns associated with the new Dominion voting system, writing that the case presented, quote, serious system security vulnerability and operational issues that may place plaintiffs and other voters at risk of deprivation of their fundamental right to cast an effective that is accurately counted. Okay, so it fails repeatedly, the audit of the Texas experts on security. It has been accused in a court of law of flipping elections in the Philippines in 2010 and 2013, a Georgia lawsuit in which the judge agreed with the plaintiffs, Dominion Voting System causes serious errors in counting. Um, then you throw in this little tidbit. Are you ready? In 2018 alone, voters in South Carolina were reporting machines that switched their votes after they'd inputted them. Scanners were rejecting paper ballots in Missouri, and busted machines were causing long lines in Indiana, the letter reads. In addition, researchers recently uncovered previously undisclosed vulnerabilities in 
nearly three dozen back-end election systems in 10 states. And just this year, after the Democratic candidate's electronic tally showed he received 164 votes out of 55,000 cast in Pennsylvania state judicial election in 2019, the county's Republican chairwoman said, nothing went right on election day, everything went wrong. That's a problem. The letter then continued. These problems threaten the integrity of our elections and demonstrate the importance of election systems that are strong, durable, and not vulnerable to attack. Where did that letter come from? Well, it's dated December 6th, 2019. And it comes from Elizabeth Warren about Dominion. It is signed Elizabeth Warren, Amy Klobuchar, Ron Wyden, Mark Pocan, three senators, one congressional representative, all Democrats, saying that Dominion has an accuracy issue. Okay, let's back up. Dominion Voting Systems has repeatedly failed security audits in Texas, and they won't certify the system. Dominion Voting, voting Systems, in a court of law, has been accused of switching elections in committing fraud in the Philippines in 2010 and 2013. Uh, Dominion Voting Systems lost a case in Georgia in which the judge determined that Dominion Voting Systems would not accurately count votes. Four Democrats in Congress wrote a letter in December of 2019 highlighting security vulnerabilities and glitches and miscounts with Dominion Voting Systems. Dominion donates 96% of its political donations to Democrats. Now, again, I am not telling you that Dominion has committed fraud. I'm not telling you that Dominion has affected the outcome of the election. What I am saying is we know that Dominion has changed votes in this election. We know that Dominion, going back to 2010, has been accused of committing fraud and switching votes in elections in other countries. At the very least, everybody should be concerned that Dominion Voting Systems is compromised and or not accurate. Got more coming up. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. This is Casey Hendrickson. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. So a listener posted this on my Discord server during the show. It was an article from WMUR Channel 9 News. I don't know where they are located. So there's an event that happens every year in my hometown of Las Vegas. It is called DEFCON. Uh, DEFCON is basically a cybersecurity hacker convention. And before DEF CON, like you have a couple of weeks of local media preparing you to get anything to block your RFID chips. And because, you know, when they're there, they, well, they do what they do. <laughs> so DEF CON's a blast. I enjoy DEF CON. I've got a few people who go into DEF CON, both in government and the private sector um, on both sides of the issue. So it's always, it's always a fun, it's always a fun thing. But at DEF CON, um, aside the extremely funny game of Spot the Fed, which is where they go around in these various uh, uh, seminars and they go, who's the Fed? And they, in you know, feds are, are terrible at hiding who they are. Uh, so they usually do Spot the Fed, which is a fun game. But 
they also have these clinics and there's a an article here from this WMUR Channel 9 News which again I don't know where they're out of and I'm too lazy to look but um, a seven a seven year old hacked into election systems now this is at DEFCON 2018 so they hacked into the election systems there's an election hacking workshop well not a, not really a workshop it was like a village so basically anybody could come in and hack into the election systems that were there um, some of those machines, by the way, Dominion machines hacked into even your olds, kids, kids, just so you know, <laughs> that was two years ago. Now, again, not saying that that happened this time around. I don't know what the deal is, but there is a rich history of Dominion having lax security and being accused specifically of fraud in more than one country. Just throwing it out there. Now I've got an article from the New York Times. This is in October of 2012. Error and fraud at issue as absentee voting rises. Yeah. There's a reason that most European democracies don't allow it. It's rife with fraud. Now again, if you have somebody who has a medical condition or you know, they're military or they're an expat or something else. You have to have a system for them to vote. I get that. But making making it a widespread issue, and this is what I was telling you from the very beginning, this notion that it's secure and fraud-free is an absolute and complete lie. All of the research suggests that this is where the fraud is. It's why it is banned in so many countries. And in 2012, we got the New York Times writing a whole article about it. Ah, uh, you know what I forgot to do? I forgot to send Joe a, a thing that I have. I have like a montage of the media finding fraud everywhere back in 2000 uh, when Al Gore wasn't winning. And I also, you know, just I, I'm looking at this. Um, in Pennsylvania, the rate of rejection for mail-in ballots. Remember, the, one of the number one issues that you're dealing with here is you have this rate of rejection of ballots. There's a voter disenfranchisement that happens with mail-in ballots. A lot of ballots get tossed. And we saw hundreds of thousands of them in the primary get tossed. They absolutely got tossed out. And that's, you know, for various reasons. And there's always this this statistic of how many of those mail-in ballots are not going to get counted. And I always told you, pay attention to that because you have the issue of fraud, but you have a bigger issue of votes not being counted because of various reasons. So you have to pay attention and watch for all of that. And wouldn't you know it, in Pennsylvania, and I've already gone over the Pennsylvania voting rates with you last week, which are astronomically high. They have not had voter turnout, air quote, uh, like that since 1992, um, they register like 200 and some odd thousand new registered voters, but they increased their voter, their, their number of votes by like 670 some odd thousand. None of it makes any sense. Well, also the rate of rejected mail-in ballots is 30 times lower in Pennsylvania this year than it was in 2016. Well, why is there such a dramatic reduction of rejected ballots after Pennsylvania just rejected a ton of ballots in the primaries. You have a couple of things. Um, you could be a hopeful individual and say, they fixed all of those mistakes in the past couple of months. Okay. 
Or you could say that they were not as strict as they were in the primary and they let a bunch of ballots through that maybe potentially they should not have let through. Every legitimate ballot needs to be counted, but if there's something that shouldn't be counted, then, well, that's a real problem. And then I ran into this article over the weekend. And I think that this is, you know, this is important because, um, well, for various reasons. There is an article about somebody who went ahead and ran there's fake signatures on eight different ballots. Now this happened in Clark County, Nevada. They ran there's these eight signatures, fake signatures on eight different ballots and every single one of them was accepted. The article is written by a writer for the Las Vegas Review Journal, which is the biggest newspaper there. He happens to be a friend of mine. I've known him for many many years. So I will tell you what happened to him in Clark County, Nevada, coming up on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. There is no question or very little question that Al Gore won the votes cast in the state of Florida. The question is, will he win the votes counted? And there's some stories in Florida still developing. We don't know all the facts, but it really looks odd. Some say, listen, and is the quote is the fix in in Florida? There is no evidence whatsoever of illegal votes or any kind of election fraud. Voting irregularities are alleged in some counties. Some irregularities in the vote count. Voting irregularities. Voting improprieties. Just to be very clear, there is no evidence of quote clear and apparently credible allegations of irregularities. Do you think in, in Florida that voter fraud has been perpetrated? Problems with voter fraud. There is no evidence of fraud. Democrats say two Republican workers committed a felony. Voting offices resembling crime scenes. There is no evidence. He has yet to put forth any evidence. There's no evidence. There is no evidence of malfeasance. A poll worker shows up to the elections office this afternoon with a bag of ballots. Why are they showing up now? We're watching a conspiracy theory be woven in real time. Baselessly crying fraud, making unhinged accusations. Yesterday, early editions of the New York Post got it wrong, printed out Bush wins. The Gore campaign today boldly predicted that when the final vote is in, they will prevail. Trump is still refusing to recognize reality and admit he lost. Al Gore could pick up more than 4,000 votes. A defeated president refusing to face reality. Gore may have won Florida because of those votes. You need to face reality. You've been defeated. Gore could challenge the election in court. Rather frivolous lawsuits? Frivolous lawsuits, that's right. Filing frivolous lawsuits without evidence. There will be intense pressure on the, in this country to have him become the president. Most people think the guy with the most votes wins. What we heard from the president just a, a short while ago, it, it sounded like somebody who is just a sore loser. How would the liberal weenies of the news media be treating all this if the roles were reversed? Oh my God, that, are you kidding? That, that uh, George Bush was a crybaby, that he was the spoiled son of a failed president. <laughs> you know, you could just hear it. The personal, the personal attacks on Bush would be just absolutely vicious. Yeah. He's a sore loser. Okay. <clears throat> That is a montage, and every time you heard there's no evidence of voter fraud, that was when they were talking about Trump, and every time you heard speculation about fraud, that was what they were saying about Al Gore, George Bush, 2000. So isn't it weird? 20 years ago, the media sure found fraud everywhere, and now they run around and say that without evidence, uh, Trump says this, Trump says that. You know how many times they've said that Trump has said something without evidence and they've ended up being wrong in the past four and a half years? A lot. 
And I would like to remind everybody, the same people running around and saying Trump without evidence is alleging voter fraud. One, they're ignoring thousand affidavits. Back, everybody. Sorry about the uh, technical glitch, but as I was saying, the same people running around saying without evidence Trump is a, is accusing uh, election officials or voter fraud or whatever. Those are the same people who were repeatedly saying that without evidence Trump was wrong. He was lying to you about about Spygate. Without evidence, he made that claim. Without evidence, they ran around and accused him of collusion. Keep in mind, there was never a single speck of evidence with collusion. It never materialized, not a single speck. The same people saying, without evidence, are the same people who didn't ask for any evidence with what happened with impeachment. The same people. So, how is it that suddenly, magically, they want evidence? All right, I'll give them a little bit. Victor Jakes. Victor Jakes and I used to belong to the same organization in Las Vegas, Nevada. I've known him for a long time. We haven't spoken many years, but I know him. I reached out to him about getting an interview. He hasn't seen that post yet, and uh, hopefully I'll be able to get him on the show. Clark County election officials accepted my signature on eight ballot envelopes. This is the Las Vegas Review Journal. This is the biggest paper in Las Vegas. It's actually the biggest paper in Nevada. Clark County election officials accepted my signature on eight ballot return envelopes during the general election. It's more evidence that signature verification is a flawed security measure. For months, election officials have told Nevadans not to worry about ballots piling up in apartment trash cans or sent to the wrong address. Discarded mail ballots cannot just be picked up and voted by anyone, a fact sheet from the Secretary of State's office says. All mail ballots must be signed on the ballot return envelope. This signature is used to authenticate the voter and confirm that it was actually the voter and not another person who returned the ballot envelope. All right. Now, this is important. So he's pointing out that the Secretary of State of Nevada says you can't just pick up all of these ballots that are piled up everywhere. There's tons of video and, and photo about how ballots are just strewn all over um, you know, uh, the mail rooms and things like that of apartment complexes. And you have to understand something about um, Las Vegas, Nevada in particular. Uh, apartments are the primary source of living. Uh, houses are, are kind of secondary. So most people live in apartments there. And you have, oh, you go to the mailbox area of your apartment complex, there's ballots everywhere. There's all over the place. And the Secretary of State, you can't just grab one of those, fill out the ballot, sign it, and send it back because we won't, your signature won't match. So Victor said, all right, let's let's test this theory. So he says he wanted to test that claim by simulating what might happen if somebody returned ballots that didn't belong to him or her. Plenty of people had this opportunity. Uh, so they talk about everybody, you know, seeing these ballots and everything else. So he found nine people 
to participate in the test. So what Victor did is he wrote their names in cursive using his handwriting on their ballot. They then copied my version of their name onto their ballot envelope. This two-step process was necessary to ensure that no laws were broken. So Victor went to the extra step. He signed a signature in his handwriting, which should not match, should not match the signatures on file in Nevada. He then had the real people copy his signature as they signed their ballot, thereby casting a legal vote. Okay. On Monday, I asked the Clark County Registrar, Joe Gloria, about this scenario. If ballots signed by someone else came through, we would still have the signature match to rely on for identity, he said. Asked if he was confident that the safeguard would identify those ballots, he said, I'm confident that the process has been working throughout this process. Victor writes, he was wrong. Eight of the nine ballots went through. In other words... Signature verification had an 89% failure rate in catching mismatched signatures. Now that is in Clark County, Nevada. Now, why is this real interesting? Because Nevada, according to the former attorney general of Nevada, Nevada lowered their sensitivity on ballot signatures on the software that does it to 40%. So if you have a 60% mismatch on a signature, it still gets accepted as a valid ballot. More coming up.